Hello, beautiful people. I'm Callie, and you're listening to Season 3 of the Girl Uninspired Podcast. The podcast where we talk about channeling our beings, finding our niche, and what we do about inspiration. I've been in a creative slump for a while, and I'm finally starting to pull myself out of it. I hope these episodes can inspire you to create more, or at least introduce you to some really awesome creators. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the episode. Hi, welcome to episode 11. I am here with Jessica Colazzo. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Kelly. So, why don't you go ahead and tell the listener a little bit about yourself? So, I'm Jessica Colazzo. I'm a college freshman at the University of Arizona. Um, I have a little Etsy business called JMACY Designs. Um, I am Jay Macy. My mother's maiden name is May, so that's what I go by. Um, I mainly make uh, stickers for like hydroplast stickers or bumper stickers. I also design jewelry and make acrylic pins and acrylic charms. That's really cool. I really liked your stickers. That's kind of like how I found your page. And so um, I actually found your page because you support like one of my friends who also has a small business and um or at least she follows you and so I it was like a mutual thing but um your stickers are like really good like they're really professional so how do you how did you get into that so um I started to get into it because I was designing stickers for a club I was in in high school So I was the president of our green team club, and it's just an environmentalist club. We, like, helped with recycling. We helped with, like, if there was somewhere where we needed to help with uh, conservation and that sort of thing. Like, we pulled an invasive species of buffalo grass from the Saguaro National Park near where we live. Different things like that. So I was designing a logo sticker for our club, and we needed to have it printed. So while I was doing that, I also had one of my stickers printed. Um, and that was my very first blue and pink succulent sticker. And the quality was honestly horrible. But from there, I just started to get into it, started looking into different companies, trying different uh, companies to print my stickers. I wanted them to be like hydroflask quality uh, with quotes around it um, or bumper sticker quality, essentially. So I went looking for that. And um, I found a couple different companies that had really good quality. And I went for started building up my like stock of different sticker designs slowly from there. Awesome. So do you want to talk about like some of the companies that you started with, like maybe the first one and then the one you're using now? Yeah, sure. Um, so the very first company I tried is um, called Zug Monster. They have both their own website and I believe that they are on Etsy. Um, and they are very cheap, but also the quality um, isn't the best. Like I had one sticker on my phone and it was worn away to nearly white um, within two months. So not the best there. Um, and from there, I tried Sticker Mule. And Sticker Mule is one of the main companies I use. They have really great, great quality and they always get the cut line around the edge of the sticker perfect. So they're honestly my favorite at the moment. Um, I also like to use a vinyl disorder. Um, they have a really good sale that runs like a lot of the time. Um, so you can get it a lot cheaper than sticker mule. Sticker mule also does a lot of sales. If you buy from them, 
always buy on a sale. They just wait for them, honest. Um, but vinyl disorder has the same um, material quality, but they don't always get the cut line correctly around the stickers. So um, it just depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. So I've always been curious about like making stickers and mostly just because like I, they're fun and like they're really cute. And then also like you get to put your art into it and like mm-hmm. that's, that's just like a really cute idea to me. So can you talk about like your process with making them? Like, like did you use any kind of kinds of like processors or like um softwares or anything uh yeah so um I'm actually pretty low tech on the um like scale of what I use to make and like produce my stickers you could say so I do all of my art traditionally um I mainly draw with uh pens fine liners and then I use um alcohol markers to color and everything uh so that's what I prefer. You can use anything, honest. Um, and then you, the main thing is you have to get a really clear picture or scan and then edit it until you get the colors to match and then make sure that the white is actually like pure white. Um, and so I actually use like <laughs> a really old clunky app on my phone to do all of my editing for my pictures. It's called You Doodle. <laughs> it is not the best, but it is free. Um, and I, it works really well for me. So I always go in there and, um, either Photoshop the background out if I don't have access to a computer scanner right at that point. Um, or if I do have it scanned in, then I can like touch up and like fix any like missed lines and that sort of thing. So I really just have to draw it, scan it, edit it a little bit and fix the colors. And then once I'm at that point, I, um, hand it off to another company and I pay someone to have my stickers produced. That is so cool to me because, like, I, it's it's kind of intimidating to, like, want to make stickers, but also know that, like, I'm not in graphic design, I'm not, like, I, like, I don't even know, like, how I would produce them kind of thing, and it just kind of seems like this, like, out there idea, um, but to know that it's, like, all of the technology is kind of, like, already available is really cool. It's really easy, honest. If you want to get into it, it just takes like $10. The The cheapest thing you can get is to get um, 10 stickers for $9 off sticker meal for their samples. Mm-hmm. And it it's honestly really easy. So are yeah, they... You don't need a degree. Yeah. So are they sold in like um, like sticker sheets or are they... Um, do they come like individually? Like you can submit like one design and have them make like a hundred of them or how does it work? So, um, they actually have different products that you can choose from. You can choose to have sticker sheets designed, um, and that's not what I personally do. Personally, I just get their die cut stickers. Um, they also do kiss cut stickers. So kiss cut stickers is when you have the backing of the, um, the backing of the sticker and then the sticker material on top, and it just cuts through the first layer of the sticker material, sticker material. Um, and then kiss, that's kiss cut stickers and then die cut stickers. And it was when it cuts through both the backing and the sticker material. So you have that really nice clean shape. Um, and that's what I always go for. I prefer the, um, the like die cut stickers, but honest, um, I have bought circular stickers, um, just because there was a sale and then I hand cut over, but like what? 
I think I've hand cut over 300 stickers myself by now. Oh my gosh. Um, so I honestly don't mind that. If you can get the deal and you think you can cut them out yourself, just go for it. So Yeah. Yeah. So when did sticker making go from like, this is something that like, like I'm making this sticker for a club and also I want to get this one for myself. Like when did that turn into, I want to sell these. Like I want people to be able to like see my creations. Um, so I would say it started when I tried to start selling, um, my stickers both at my high school and like every like once a year, uh, my mother's church has a like Christmas sale and you can buy a booth for $10 and just sell anything, anything appropriate, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I would go there and I would sell my handmade jewelry as well as my stickers and I started to see a lot of interest and I was like, I could do something with this. And so I <laughs> was like, I'm going to do something. And for months I was just like sitting there sitting on it, not really doing much. And then I finally opened my Etsy shop and like nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened for the longest time. It took me like months and months to get my first order. But I would say for me, when like I really started to take it seriously was when I finally like decided I'm going to do this and then I had to do it. So I finally opened up my Etsy shop. I got envelopes. I got like, you know, business cards, things like that. Um, just like little things to make me seem more professional, to make it more real for myself and for others. So that's, that's when I really started to take it seriously when I opened my shop. Mm -hmm. So what was it like? what did it feel like to like open your shop and then like you said nothing happened and then to like kind of like have to work work into like promoting it almost um so it was really like just made me kind of sad like oh I'll just sit over here in this corner of the void of the internet um but I could like discourage me so I started um like trying to make a, an Instagram account for my little Etsy shop. I started like trying to tell people I knew in real life. And most of the time they're just like, cool kid, uh, go away. But um, <laughs> I, I just kept going and <laughs> just kept crossing my fingers. Um, I think like my first sale was to some random person, but my second sale was from like um, one of my like favorite teachers who always like bought stickers for me in person. <laughs> she actually bought one off of me um, on my Etsy shop and I really appreciated that. So those, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's so sweet. It can be so difficult when like the people around you are like, yeah, like you should like put this out there cause like it's gonna be like, it's gonna be successful. Um, and then you finally do cause like the starting part is usually the hardest for people. And mm -hmm. so, like, you do that, and then, you know, you're not, like, instantly a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah, nothing nothing is ever easy. Everything always takes time. Um, but you always just need to start, because the sooner you start, the sooner you can actually start to grow, the sooner you will see anything happen. Mm -hmm. So, just got to start, yeah. So, um... Let's talk about, like, your sticker designs. Like, how do you decide, like, what you want to design and, like, the colors? Like, how do you do that? 
Um, so I don't actually have like a sort of like technique. Um, I'm horrible at drawing without a reference. So I always like go looking for um, references that I really like and I try and find like one or two and then um, I do my best to like blend them. You never want to like steal a photographer's art. So um, if you do uh, use a reference and basically just draw the reference, you always want to try and like find copyright free or things in the public domain if you're doing that. So like that's what I try and do. Um, and I look for like pictures that have like colors that speak to me or like just little things that make me happy. Um, I'm horrible at drawing people. Uh, I cannot draw faces for the life of me. Uh, it's, it's quite bad. Um, but I, I really love drawing like flowers and like succulents and little birds and frogs. So that's what I stick to mainly. And that's what my stickers are. Um, and I don't really like I usually don't sit down to draw a sticker. I have a couple times, like, um, for my, my tree frog, um, I sat down to draw that. For my purple iris sticker, I sat down to draw that. But for all the other ones, I just wanted to make art. I just wanted to make something to make myself happy. And then once I'd made it and I was like, oh, this is actually good, um, I decided, like, oh, this could be a cool sticker. So I, I just tried to make myself happy and tried to draw things that I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. So can I ask what you're going to school for right now? Like, what are you studying? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, so I'm actually undecided at the moment. Uh, this is like my first semester, but I am, I'm thinking I want to go into pre-med. Um, I'm going to, I'm either going to major in physiology and environmental science or physiology and molecular biology. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I, I really love science and I really love art, but I'm not sure if I could turn my art business into a full-time job. Mm -hmm. So I am, I'm doing my best to try and do this, but I also want to get like a degree in science and then maybe go be a doctor. Yeah. So, yeah. That is, that is amazing. It's kind of funny because like it's reflected in like the nature of, of your stickers and like they're you know, animals, and there's a heart sticker that you have that's, like, absolutely gorgeous, and, oh, thank you. like, just the realism that's portrayed, but at the same time, using, like, really fun colors, it's just, it's, it's very cool. Thank you. I actually have some even nerdier stickers than the heart sticker, so, um, that heart sticker is entirely anatomically correct, um, and then, uh, I also have a B cell sticker. It's a white blood cell, part of the immune system. Uh, and I drew that for a project for my anatomy class in high school. And I really liked it, so I turned it into a sticker. Um, and then there's just one more sciencey sticker that I have. And it's a red blood cell and sickle cell sticker. And it actually shows um, the difference between normal red blood cells and sickle cells, um, which is a type of like, it's a, I wouldn't say a disease, I think it's a disorder, um, where the cells are actually deformed, and it can cause a lot of problems, but I thought the, my sticker, my illustration was really, uh, useful for, like, showing that, so, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy science, and I, I'm trying to mesh that with my, my little business. What has been, like, the most enjoyable part of, you know, making these stickers and starting your Etsy shop? 
would say the most enjoyable part is like getting the feedback, like seeing the reviews and seeing that people actually like enjoy my art, that it's not just like me shouting into a void anymore. I am actually getting reviews now and it it's just really gratifying to know that people care. Like people care about this this one little thing out in the void. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's my favorite part. What has been like one of the most difficult things that you've like found or something that's kind of ha- ha- made you like adjust to like selling stuff on the internet or you know even just creating so honestly one of the most difficult things for me to do is to actually make the art um like once I sit down and force myself to do it I can do it I enjoy it but I have to like make myself do it because I I never have any time anymore I always procrastinate I'm always like anxious about I'm supposed to be doing my schoolwork so I'm I'm usually like not drawing and I really have to make myself go draw it because if I don't draw anything there's there's nothing there you have to make something to have something um so I would say that's the most difficult part um like figuring out how to list things on Etsy was also like kind of a steep learning curve (laughs) um it wasn't the best, but I figured it out. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I totally get that of like, you know, you want to do something, but also at the same time, you're like procrastinating. You're like, just having to make yourself do something can be so difficult. But then like, once you start, you actually enjoy it. And then you're like, why, why have I been putting this off for so long? Um, yeah, yeah, I do that every time. <laughs> so, yeah. what is like the most helpful thing um for you for as a small creator? Um helpful in what way? So like every repost, every like like and share is helpful or um you know, for corporations to have like big sales or for like people to like spread like what you're doing or like what has been the most like most like yeah I haven't really seen um that much uh engagement when I start sales on my shop um because like when I start a sale it's like 25% off and it gets the person like oh there's 60 cents I saved so like it doesn't have that much of an impact and when I do that, that cuts really heavily into my um, my profit margin because mm-hmm. having to sell online, there's all these, like, other expenses that stack up, like envelopes, stamps, like, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say sales help me that much. Um, I would say definitely, like, people sharing, um, like, my posts definitely helps me more. Um I'm not really sure what beyond that. I guess just word of mouth is really useful for me. Like if someone is talking with their friends, uh, like I have one friend um, who is still in high school and she was like (laughs) bragging about me basically to one of her teachers and her teacher actually ordered like a couple stickers off my Etsy. So like I'd say like word of mouth helps me most and just like trying to like expose my art to as many people as possible basically yeah definitely um 
especially like with social media platforms now, it's like really helpful to like have your products out there and like have a page for them. Um, recently, like one of my younger sisters was telling me of like, hey, like if you have something like you should make a TikTok and, I, you know, I'm like 21 and I'm like, like right on the age of like, yeah, you can you, you can do TikTok and like still be hip, but, but also like I don't really want to do that kind of thing. But, um, but, like, apparently there is, like, a massive, like, small creator, small business platform on TikTok. So, did you, did you know that? Um, not really, honestly. I'm, I'm mainly on Instagram, and I don't really get much exposure beyond that. Yeah, so I actually looked into it after she told me this, and was, like, insanely surprised at how much, um, like, how many small creators are on TikTok because, and this is what I really appreciated about it, is it shows, like, all of the time, all of the effort, all of the, um, concentration and skill and learning and product and, like, everything that goes into making something happen, like, for small creators, it shows all of that and then kind of, like, validates it in a sense of this is why it cost this because I'm putting all of this in if that makes sense yeah yeah I get you um I've seen like a little bit of a similar phenomenon on like at least like my small corner of um Instagram like I've started specifically searching out other like small creators and other like people on Etsy and then like it's like oh I recognize you from Etsy I found your stuff over there and it's it's really fun and yeah like there's a lot more than people think going into products like when you start heading it up there's like oh I made 10 cents on this sticker because I put it on sale and it's like oh yay oh so it it all it all adds up and it's it's really helpful to just be able to have your own little community no matter where that is so, how long has your Etsy shop been open? Um, so I believe I opened it I opened it in 2019. I think it was August. I'm I'm not quite sure on the exact month, but I opened it um I've had it open for at least a year and a half now. Mhm. So, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really get any um I didn't really get hardly any orders until like January of this year so it took me like a good six months to actually have like a couple a handful of orders come through yeah I mean that's really encouraging to hear for like some people who have opened Etsy shops who you know they might not be as successful like I talked to one person and their shop like overnight was successful because of COVID and then another sh- another shop owner who wasn't really having the same result and so it's kind of interesting to see like the ebb and flow of that and like how like product um sales and like marketing changes that yeah I get you um for me at least with as far as like how COVID affected my business. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, with everyone staying at home, I think it did actually help my business. I saw, like, 
a large a large increase in um how many orders i got during that time just because i feel like everyone was stuck at home and just like shopping online and all that jazz um but like this last month of october i have seen like my orders drop like sharply so everything changes and i know that like different months throughout the year will have like different amounts of like orders i've heard from other shop owners that like no one buys stuff in january because it's right after christmas like different things like that there are like seasonal differences and Mm-hmm. everyone is different so you just can't let yourself get discouraged do you have any advice for like someone who maybe wants to open an etsy shop or wants to start making stickers but hasn't yet yeah of, of course um so my biggest like recommendation is start small and build and make sure that like when you do start don't like go all in like, get one or two things and don't, like, spend, like, hundreds and hundreds to get your stuff ready. Um, and then once you have it, make sure to make your, like, make your store set up wherever you're selling. And then continue to promote and continue to grow slowly as the money comes in and as you can actually pay yourself and pay for the products and the money and time you have spent to do it. Awesome. Um, so... Another couple questions that I ask, like, everyone is, do you have any, like, current projects right now that you're working on in the sense of, like, things that you're, like, working on, you're trying to do? Um, It can be related to your shop or not related to your shop. Um, So, right now for my shop, I'm getting, (laughs) there was, like, um, a a lot of sales going on with sticker mule so i actually just bought like (laughs) a bit too much stock um don't be like me i bought like nine different new things so um i bought some new acrylic pins i have two new acrylic pin designs coming in both of them are little frog pins uh i got a couple new stickers um just like resizing them to make them bigger the proper sizes so i can actually sell them Uh Um, and then I got some restocks and I'm ordering some acrylic charms so I can turn them into earrings. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. That's so Uh, exciting. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then as far as like projects, like I wouldn't say this is a project I'm currently working on, but I'm really proud of my, um, my pocket notebooks. They have a little lighthouse design on the front that I, I hand painted and then to get the back of that design, I literally photoshopped out the entire island and lighthouse and then photoshopped it blank. And then I added a little Loch Ness monster on the back. So it, it just makes me really happy and like different things like that. So that that's what I have in the works right now. Some more pins and I, I just have to get those listed. So that is yeah. super exciting because I love frogs. And so like... Uh, just hearing that, like, you're going to have frog pins. But also, like, I recently saw your pocketbook with, like, the design mm-hmm. on it. And got super curious on, like, how you how you got that, like, on, like, how you designed it and, like, put it on the pocketbook. Because it's something that I always, like, carry around with me is, like, that way if I ever have, like, an idea or I need to make a list, like, I have paper with me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, it, um, it's just really cool. 
go ahead. Thank you. Did you want me to tell you what um, company I used to make those books? Yeah, of course. So um, I think it's called Denrick. I'll actually look it up to make sure I'm saying it right. I'm not sure I am. But um, I got an Instagram ad that was just like, ooh, pocket notebooks. Um, and they cost like $5 or $4.50 um, per notebook to make. And it, I don't know, it's just something I really enjoyed. So I'm going to look that up. I'll get back to you in a second on what the company is I use to make those. Cool, cool. Um, so another another question that I pair with the current project is do you have like any new projects or next projects that you have you want to work on of like maybe it's a new medium or a new product that you want to like design onto like do you have a new skill that you want to learn a new place you want to go that kind of thing Ooh, okay yes so um I really want to get back into making more jewelry um, mm-hmm. right now I don't have any of my jewelry listed on my web, like my Etsy. I have like a couple hundred earrings made. Um, but that was like from six months ago, I haven't made any more recently and I want to get back into making more of like my handmade jewelry. And also I want to start making, um, clay jewelry. So I'm thinking about getting into like polymer clay and like all that jazz. So that's what I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll like have the time to do that though. Um, and as far as like sticker products and other things like that, I want to make another, um, a bird drawing holding a little drink. Like currently I have, um, this little, uh, gray bird that's holding a little teacup and he's got arms. Uh, and (laughs) I really want to make, um, one of a, what is it? It's a, um, I can't think of it. It's like a really, it's a really common bird. Um, it's a really common red bird in Arizona, at least where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to draw it holding a little martini glass. Um, it's a flycatcher. It's a, I can't remember. I'm sorry. But I really want to draw this little bird, this little red bird holding a little martini glass. So I want to make a sticker of that, but I have to draw it first. So Yeah, yeah. that sounds so cute. Um. So, do you, like, what, what are some of your influences or, like, inspirations? Um, this can be, this is, like, just general. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I would say, like, four or five years back, I started to see, like, a lot of different, um, people, like, artists on YouTube, um, drawing with alcohol markers, and I was like, ooh, that's really cool. So I, I'm not sure if there's like any one artist or any one like person or thing that really influenced me, but I saw this like this style with alcohol markers and like I really enjoyed looking at it. So I was like, I want to try and make that. Um, and so I went from there. Like I'm honestly mostly self-taught. Like I've had art classes and they've always been like, <laughs> I hate this. Um, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I am a, so um, I'm I'm nearly entirely self-taught, and I don't really have any particular influences besides like looking at different art styles and being like, "Ooh, I want to try and do that myself." So, yeah. Do you think there's anything you would do differently, like now knowing what you 
what you know from starting your business? Yeah, so honestly, if I'd like known, I would have just started earlier. Like, it took me months to get my listings up because I was just procrastinating hard. So I would have just started earlier and I would have um, been more consistent with like my posts on Instagram and like different updates like that. I also, um, I haven't done this yet, but I would like to start a YouTube channel, but that's just a lot of work. Um, I also don't have like a good way to film and I don't know what I would even like do in a YouTube video. Um, so in like hindsight, if I could start everything all at once, I would start my Etsy shop earlier. You just have to start. And then I would also be consistent on my Instagram and maybe start a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And what was it that kind of, like, pushed you to eventually start? Like, was there anything that kind of just, like, clicked in your brain of, of your, like, I've been procrastinating this, I want to do this now, or anything that, like, could maybe help someone who is struggling to start? So, I wouldn't say there was, like, anything within myself that really pushed me to start. It was, like... I'd just been going like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this eventually. Um, and like my, um, I had like four or five teachers at my high school who I was like selling my stickers to and a couple other students. I was selling like a sticker here and a sticker there. And like, they were just really encouraging and like really kind. And that's honestly what like really gave me the motivation to actually go and do something. Mm-hmm. Like my support system, I would say was really great. My parents support me. So I I would say that's what, like, made the difference for helping me start. That's incredible. Awesome. Do you have any um, advice or questions for me or the listener? That was kind of like a two-part thing, but I jumbled it together. Sorry. Um, for advice, um, not really. I'm really new to this, too. I've not been doing this long. I'm still doing my best to figure everything out. So the the only thing we can all really do is just start and do our best, do our research and keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Awesome. Um, okay. So where can the listener find your social media? Okay. So um, I am at J May C designs. That's J M A Y C designs on Instagram. I am also Jamie C Designs on Etsy and I can be found at jamiecdesigns at gmail.com if anyone wants to contact me directly. Awesome. That's so cool. Well, thank you so much for uh, letting me interview you and this has been absolutely great. Thank you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you reaching out to me. Aww. Um, all right. Well, hopefully... Um, I'm hoping that your business, like, gets even more, like, expansive within, you know, your reasonable desires, if that makes sense. Um, and thank you for listening. Hey, lovelies. You just listened to an episode of the Girl and Inspired podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for your time, and I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you for supporting me on my creative journey, 
And if you enjoyed the episode, you can follow us on Insta at the Girl Uninspired Podcast. There's an underscore in between every single word. If you have questions, concerns, content, other, you can email me at CallieKRobbins3 at gmail.com. That's Callie, C-A-L-L-I-E, K-R-O-B-B-I-N-S, 3 at gmail.com. Bye.